I'm Nicole Louise Weiner, business coach, mentor and strategist, and I'll be sharing with you the pitfalls, challenges and growth tips with actionable insights and the truth behind business success. So make sure you listen all the way through. Let's dive straight in. Is your money mindset holding you back? Money mindset is such a buzz topic, isn't it? In the online space, in the personal development space. And today I'm going to be talking to you about five things that you can do to make this better. Now, I'm going to first tell you around the stories that you might be telling yourself around money and how they might be showing up for you, what money mindset means, and then what you can do about that. So let's go there. The stories that you're telling yourself around money is what your money mindset is, and then how that shows up for you in the rest of your life, in the rest of your business, is going to give you an idea about how you do things. They say that how you do money is how you do everything. I'm going to give you some examples of those things in this episode. So if you hear things that sound like you, please do send me a DM over on Instagram and tell me what you liked to hear the most. So before we dig into this too much, I want to say that there's no such thing as perfect with this. So your money mindset is very unique and individual to you around the stories and experiences that you have around money growing up and into your adulthood, the habits and the patterns and the things that you're telling yourself around around what money means. So what I want to be clear about, though, is that I do not have all of the answers to money mindset because my money mindset is not perfect either. There are limitations and there are strengths to each way that this will show up for you. So please, please, I don't want you to listen to this and think, oh my God, I'm doing everything wrong. Oh my God, everyone else has all their stuff together and I just don't know what I'm doing. It's not about that. This is a point of being able to raise self-awareness for you so that you can choose what you want to change and choose where you want to grow, choose what you want to know more about. So I just wanted to say that before we begin, okay? So essentially, when we when we talk about money mindset and we're thinking about how this is holding us back, which is what we're talking about today, this is really about lack. So a lack versus a growth mindset. So thinking about things like there's never enough, right? There's never enough money. It never works for me. I don't really know what I'm doing. All of that negativity that surrounds the topic of money for your finances. If you are telling yourself things like it's never enough, it's never good enough. I never have this. I don't really understand it. You're going to be right. So if you're telling yourself things like I'm bad with money, as if people like me could earn something like that. People like me don't do things like this. This is, a, you know, in terms of where you want to be with your income for your business, for example, or the services that you want to or how you want to deliver those even this is all going to come back to what you're telling yourself around what is possible because whatever you tell yourself you're right so if you're telling yourself I don't I can't I won't I don't know how you will find evidence to prove that correct and I talk about this quite a lot in terms of the psychological theory behind it which is called schema theory it's how we filter and process information so I want you to remember that so if you find yourself saying things like I'm bad at this I'm no good at this as if people like me could do something like that then you're going to be correct so I want you to consider how you would like it to be. And the, the reason that this is really important is because in your business, this is going to be showing up for you around things like pricing, around your worth, around your confidence, therefore, and also around your sales. So how this comes into your conversations with clients about knowing and standing powerfully in that value that you offer to people and being able to charge the right thing for that. So I want you to be really conscious of what you're telling yourself. A couple of other sayings that I want to kind of throw out to you that definitely um, show up for me based on my childhood and my experiences is things like money doesn't grow on trees you have to work hard for everything right and no actually I think that that is true money doesn't grow on trees we we would all love a money tree right but money doesn't grow on trees but essentially this is really around it has to feel hard to be able to earn money and the key thing in terms of what I do with my clients is I'm not ever telling you that you don't have to work hard because you are going to have to do things that feel challenging that feel difficult that you don't really want to do sometimes which is when it might feel hard but the majority of the time we want there to be joy 
joy. We want there to be happiness. We want you to be able to to enjoy what you're doing. You deserve that. So it doesn't have to feel like it's hard work, even though it may be, and it may be hard work for somebody else, whereas this is one of your strengths. So we want to start thinking about how we can actually bring more enjoyment into what you're doing as well. So yes, money doesn't grow on trees, um, but we also want to think about these stories that you tell yourself around people who have money, okay? So people who have money, what are they like? And can you identify with them? This is why it's really important to share personal stories around how this is shown up for other people, because if you can't see how somebody like you can do something like that, and you're just using that in terms of that, you're looking at people maybe on Instagram, I know this happens a lot in terms of comparison, this isn't helpful. What we want is inspiration. So I want you to notice where you feel drawn to something around money that somebody's talking about. Maybe this is in a good way or in a bad way and thinking, okay, but how can I bring this into what I'm doing? Not that but they're but they've got all their stuff together. They're so lucky. They 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 just seem to have all of the things working out for them. I can guarantee you that anybody that you're thinking that about, one has struggles, but two has worked hard to they to be where they are right now. So don't be afraid to put in the hard work. Don't be afraid to go there. The next thing that I want to talk to you around before I go into these five tips is actually around um, culture. So especially in the British culture. So if you have ever been in an employed role, I worked in banking for over ten years, for over a decade, and one of the things that really I found difficult when I started my business was this thing around not being able to talk about money. So if you're British, this may show up for you in your family where you don't talk about money because it's rude to talk about that. It's private. Things like that don't get talked about outside of certain circles or conversations that you're having with people, right? We need to be really clear about how this is showing up in your business. And secondly to that, so there's one thing around family and British culture, but there's also, there's also something there around employment. So a lot of the time, if you have been in a corporate or employed role, there is actually disability disciplinary action if you talk to other people in your team, your colleagues, your friends about what you earn because there isn't transparency in what the market's doing or what the company is doing as a whole for other people. So be really, really conscious about how this may have shown up for you in the past or if you are still in a part-time role or a full-time role, how this could be shown up for you in your business because actually you can talk about money and you need to talk about money when you're coming to having those sales conversations with your clients, when you're coming to putting offers out, you can't be doing this and hiding behind it. And so many people say, to me, oh, should I advertise my prices on my website or should I keep them secret until I kind of get on that sales call with people? Absolutely do not hide them. There's nothing to hide. And I think a lot of this can come from British culture, but also from this place around being employed and what what would the repercussions would have been in terms of losing your job. So if you talked about money, maybe you would have, that would have been a threat for you. So think about how else this could be showing up for you as well. And with this in mind, I think as a nation, as a, as a, as a society, a lot of people and no, through no fault of your own or through no fault of our own because of the education system, our money illiterate. So we do not have the language around money that's going to help us to grow, to do things better, to save, to save money, to make money, to grow money, to grow wealth. And this is really, really important. But if you're, if this resonates with you and you're thinking, yes, actually, this does sound like me, please know that this is the time to start. Now is the time to start. It's never too late to learn about anything actually in life, especially if you have that growth mindset rather than the fixed mindset and thinking about educating yourself and you're in the right place here to do that now so openly I'm really crap at quick maths I say that to my clients all of the time I cannot do quick maths I need calculators I need spreadsheets all my clients know that about me but that doesn't mean that I'm not good with money okay so don't please don't if you're not good with numbers don't please don't allow that to hold you back in terms of your growth and what you can achieve Another thing here around education, okay, so we are measured a lot of the time around 
what we know. So if we go to the education system, especially in the UK and in the US, we are measured based on what we know on our knowledge. You know, we are given success measures based on exams that measure how intelligent we are and according to certain criteria, of course. And what happens then a lot of the time in your business is what you're actually doing is when you're investing your money, when you're investing your time, we're looking at these courses that you're taking, learning new skills, but we're not actually investing in implementing the knowledge because you're placing a lot of emphasis on how much knowledge you have that makes you good enough. So what we need to be doing is thinking about, okay, maybe you have all of that knowledge already. You've done the courses, you've done the programs, you know how it works. Maybe there's tiny things we can tweak in between, but that's not a framework that you're looking for anymore. What you're looking for is something to invest in something that's going to support you to implement what you already know in a way that works for you to help you to achieve your goals. And shameless plug here, this is exactly what I do with my clients inside my masterminds and my membership. So if you want to chat about that, I'll leave a link in the show notes. These five things to talk about today in terms of helping you with your money mindset to move forward. So the first thing is actually to take emotion out of it. So a lot of the time money can be a really emotive conversation for people thinking about pricing, for example, thinking about what you earn, what that means in terms of status. So I encourage you and invite you and challenge you to think about how you can take the emotion out of the numbers and actually let's go to worth. So especially as women, if you're listening to this and you're a woman or you identify as being female, then think about, okay, we are more emotional. Generally, we are more emotional beings. So thinking about how we can remove some of that emotion, because actually your worth is so much more than what you charge. So when we start to build on the rest of your confidence and the rest of everything that's going on for you to build you up, this is where you can really start to see the difference in how you deliver this in your business. The second thing in terms of your money mindset, in terms of what to do about it to improve this and make it better is not hiding from your numbers. So what happens so much of the time when people come to me in my masterminds and in my membership and on my retreats is they're saying to me oh but I just don't know and and embarrassingly like I've had my business for 10 years I've had my business for 13 years I've had my business for five years I've just started out and I don't know what I'm doing I don't know what to look at now saying that in an apologetic way is part of the problem no judgment if anyone has ever come and said that to me but we don't want that instead of instead of saying it in a way that feels embarrassing how about asking for help so actually saying do you know what right now I don't understand this but I'd like to can you help me this is what makes you coachable too. So thinking about not hiding from your numbers, facing it, looking at what's going on in your bank account, look at what's going on in your business in terms of your numbers, where your sales are coming from, where your profit margins lie. Do you actually need to invest in all that tech? For example, somebody came to me last month and we ended up saving them £13,000 a year in one call because of something they're investing in. They just didn't need, but we can hold on to things because we think it gives us something else and it just doesn't. So have a think about what else you can remove there as well. The third thing in terms of money mindset and what's what could be holding you back is actually around return on investment. So you may have heard this a lot in terms of return on investment to do with money. But actually, when it comes to investing in your business, it's not just about monetary return. And there's also long-term and short-term investments too. So short-term may be quick hacks in terms of building on things or accelerating things, but also around longer-term investments in terms of knowledge and in terms of implementation and skills and changes in habits that are going to be key to you growing your business. So instead of just thinking about monetary return, what I want you to also do is think about one, how long is this going to take? So am I going to get this back within the length of a program or is it going to be maybe double that? So if a program's for six weeks, maybe it's going to be over 12 weeks that you're going to get that investment bank or over six 
six months, but you're still going to get that from the knowledge and the, the habits that you've learned how to do things differently. And then also look at your energy and your time feeling better. Because if we take an example of this in terms of when we invest into gym memberships, I've been guilty of this in the past, I still am a little bit now, where we pay for a membership for something and we don't use it. But we're not really paying for a gym membership so that we're getting a return on investment in our money, but we would be in our time, in our energy, in how we feel, and all of that stuff as well. So have a think about in your business where this could be showing up for you. So if you feel more confident, if you feel like you have clarity, if you feel like you can trust yourself more, these are all brilliant things also to be able to measure that may not directly be a return on investment with regards to money, but they are a return on investment nonetheless. The fourth thing is around paying yourself well, okay? So in terms of your money mindset, it's actually making sure that you're paying yourself and actually making this a priority. So in your business, making sure that you're paying yourself well, but also that you're saving for investments. If you could, if you see something out there where you're like, I want to invest in that, maybe it's a course, maybe it's a mastermind, maybe it's a coach or a mentor, some tech that you want, a program that you want to take, a skill that you want to develop, start saving for that, allowing your business to save for that. So your business is paying for itself. So your business can actually also be separate to yourself. I was talking to my mastermind about this this morning in terms of our self-worth and how as heart-led people, that can be really difficult to separate. So think about paying yourself well and also how you can separate this in terms of the investments that you want to make for your business, getting clarity in those numbers. And the fifth thing to tie that all together is around educating yourself around money. So as I said, if you feel like you don't know what you're talking about, you don't know what you're doing with this, this feels hard, it feels difficult to you, find someone that can help you. I can help you with this. Work with somebody who's going to help you to get get confident with looking at your numbers as well and educate you, empower you with that. That's one of the things that I really love that I do with my clients is that I empower you to understand those numbers behind your business and what they mean so that you can take this knowledge way beyond when we work together as well. So start educating yourself around money and the the best time to start that is right now. And shameless plug on my mastermind retreats, which are in real life and on my masterminds online, we cover everything around what you need to be doing with your numbers and your figures. This is a safe space for you to come and share and ask for support from me and also from the rest of the group in terms of what we're doing around your numbers. I have one space left for my in real life mastermind retreat day on the 21st of June. And I also am starting a really exciting six week mastermind in June, which will finish before the summer where we'll meet every single week and you'll get my support with all aspects of your business growth and development. If you want to talk about joining that, have a look at the link in the show notes and book a call with me. So to recap the five things that we talked about around the changes that you can make to your money mindset right now is taking the emotion out of it and finding a way to separate yourself from it, not hiding from your numbers, spending time thinking about, okay, what is the ROI? How am I getting that? How else does this look? As well as in terms of monetary value, paying yourself well and educating yourself around money. Thanks for listening to the Supercharger Business Podcast. Before I go, show me some love for your new favorite podcast by leaving me a review and hitting subscribe. And to connect with me, search Nicole Louise online over on socials. Bye for now.